Hi, Simon. Hi, Aaron. Um, have you ever uh, wished you were a flavor of ice cream? Um, no, but now that you mention it, I think I, I'd like that. I don't know if I'd like that, because I think I'd melt. Well, it depends where you're kept. You know? I wouldn't want to be kept in the cold. Well, then you're going to melt. Right? It's not going to work out for you, then. I don't want to be ice cream. Okay. But I thought about it. Yeah, apparently. I mean, I'd be okay with it, I think. Just for a little bit. Have you ever been, like, eaten? Well, eaten out. Oh. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, like, my body physically eaten, a part of me taken? No, I don't think so. Have you ever, so, like, um... Not that I know of. Though my toenail was looking a little weird the other day. I don't know if someone... You've never, like, have you accidentally ever, like... You know, like, um, when you're cooking and you're using the knife and sometimes you accidentally, like, nip a teeny... No, that's never happened to me. Never? No. It's not happened to me. Either. Why? Have you done that and then, like, eaten your your skin? Um, this is I, de I definitely, like, like you know, like, when you have, like, a cuticle... We don't need to get into this kind of detail. When you have, like, a cuticle... This is what happens when like, Aaron... There's a little us. bit of, like, a little pop-up on the top of the nail and you're just, like, I, this is annoying and you don't have, like, anything with you, so, like... Oh, like, sure, sure, sure. And yeah, then, like, what do you have to go? Okay. I don't know why I went straight yeah, to cannibalism. Like, it'll go whatever. It'll do whatever. Sure. Yeah, you just went. I that was my fault. You're at the deep end. There's our date. That's our one shallow reference for the episode. You got it out of the way early, so you're not allowed anymore. Well, the good thing is, is I have plenty of Taylor Swift references to still make. Yeah, because we can't fucking not talk about her every episode. Remember what I said last or uh, next, next week? Yeah, next week. That's in the future, but there'll be a little spot on that. <laughs> that's, what happens. that's what happens. Simon, you have, a tough, time. You have a tough time with the whole timeline. Look, I'm a human being. I don't get paid for this. Unless Casper wants to, we're you, still waiting. Yeah, we're still waiting. We're still waiting. Um, you know what? Some Who was it? Um, Nespresso acknowledged, my, acknowledged me. Stop it. Um, for my Cia Nespresso and Senate Nespresso, they double tapped it. Uh, you're going to have to start doing that from the Bopper Flop podcast, because we need that. We need that support. We need that support from yeah. Espresso. I mean, we're we're all three of us drinking it now. All three of us, because there's a special guest this week. As there usually is. Before we uh, welcome the special guest, should we maybe say what we're reviewing this week? Yeah. Can you believe it, Aaron? But we are reviewing Kylie Minogue's fifth, oh. 15th studio album, and it's called... Magic. That's not what the album is called, Aaron. It's called Disco, you idiot. <laughs> God, we never had a more solid intro for the album. Not ever. <laughs> but yeah, this is her 15th album. Can you believe? Um, Can you believe? I, I have seen some of her music videos, and yeah. I can't believe. What's that supposed to mean? I'll leave it at that. Okay, great. Uh, so, who is our guest today? Yeah, so, um, our special guest this week um, hails from the the small town of District of Columbia, um, recently moved to the city, um, just recently also um, became a certified fresh doctor. Ooh. Um, doctor. He clicks the, the computer, he says, uh-uh, that's not a wart. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Also a certified Nespresso. He says, and he says, I prefer you don't 
IBS all over my jeans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> none other than uh, Dan, is it Beatty? It's Beatty, right? Beatty. Beatty. Dan Beatty. You're welcome That's to the show. Here's my plug. Wear a mask. Get your flu shot. The COVID vaccine is not a conspiracy theory. It's not going to end up in mind control. Don't worry. There you get go. It, get it when it comes out. There you go. If you're going to get it, just make sure you're away from any 5G waves. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've heard yeah. that like as long as you're away from the 5G waves as you're getting it in your system. Yeah. Um, your iPhone with the vaccine, that, that we don't know. That we don't know. We don't know. Aaron any. does have the new iPhone, so maybe I should social distance from Aaron. I'm, I'm probably... But we are socially distancing. Well, that's true. We are socially Yeah, we're all, like, we're all on different ends of uh, the political spectrum. It isn't that enough? That's so I think true. That's <laughs> <laughs> I am this, the, the progressive liberal. <laughs> I said it for Jill Stein again. <laughs> Just kidding. Just um, kidding. Not this time. Not uh-huh. this time, sweetie. Um... So here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Dan, tell us some more about yourself. Do you like music? <laughs> Love music. Honestly, music is kind of like the art for how we spend our time. Yeah. You know, how we oh. listen to. Did you Did you ever, um, growing up, um, play any instruments? Yeah, Ooh. actually, um, I do have a musical background. Uh, Grew up playing the trumpet. Uh, was always in our orchestra, orchestra, jazz band, symphonic band. I was not a marching band queen. Ugh. Couldn't do that. I didn't want to give okay. up my summer. Okay, so I, our school, I needed to play my school. If you were in orchestra, you had to do marching band. Well, they one. tried. They Oof. tried, but I refused. I said no. Yeah, I'm on the not same today, page. Mom. I was a French not today, Satan. I was a Ooh. French horn player myself. You went to hell. Yeah, I played the French horn too, actually. Love it. Yeah. And famously, French horn players for marching band have to play a fucking mellophone. It's a different instrument, has different fingerings. I'm like, I don't even want to be here in the first place. And now you're telling me I gotta play a different instrument? So the trumpet and French horn <gasps> almost have the same fingering. Yeah. They really do. And yeah. then when you flip into the double horn, then it then it's switches a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, so it's easy to split between trumpet and French horn. Yeah. I agree. But yes. I did not do the, what is it, the mellophone? Mellophone. Yeah, no. Ugh, God, <laughs> I hated marching band. And there, there was a, a deep... Isn't that the same as like uh, the baritone, right? Or no? No. No, different. Something else. Okay. And let me tell you, there is a deep divide amongst the uh, the band people between people who like liked orchestra and people who liked marching band. And the people, like, the people who liked marching band... Marching band is a cult. Yes. They could not fathom the idea that people didn't get so much enjoyment out of it. I was like, this is awful. I gotta march and play this dumb instrument I don't want to play. It's actually push your summers. There was, like, the summer marching band camp. Oh, my God, there was. I I blocked that out of my memory. Yes. PTSD. Oh, and, here, and here I was playing uh, chess club where mm. um, mm-hmm. the like probably two hundred dollar like class or whatever it was the the summer session yeah I think was exclusively uh, to pay for our lunches to Lian Chin yes. to Arby's to McDonald's that sounds way better and then and then like the tournaments that we had like every other couple of weeks I want Wendy's it was like Wendy's now it was like candy they give candy as like it was like obesity club really oh yeah. chess club was like obesity club sure with, so wait chess uh, club are you watching that new show on netflix that gambit, gambit? Queen's gambit um no i was more of a night person 
because um, mm. then I can do the cool L shape. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, actually, I do want to watch it, though. It's very good. I do want to watch that very, show. Very um, she has a nice little wig on that one. It's on my vision board. It's going to be something that's going to be really easy for me to do, social distanced, away from anyone else. Yeah. I'll um, come over after getting tested. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want you to get tested and attested and attested. Every if day. you live in the great state of Minnesota, you can get it free home testing kits. Free yes, home testing kits. You know what? I ordered one yesterday. It came today. A little creepy. Yeah, and, the, and then it it's back in like 24, 24, 48 hours, the results yeah. too. I think it's yeah, really it's, quick. Yeah. It's, it's real 24 snappy. to 48 hours after they get it back, which I think is like usually a day. Okay. So like, good to know. Good to know. Okay. And, and like, it's important too, because um, 70% of cases now are coming from age group 18 to 35. It's so, us. Yeah. The call's coming from the, the house. Um, you know who it's not coming from? Um... I'll uh, reference. I uh, guess um, you will get this reference. Uh, our guests, um, friends on Twitter from next week's episode. Wow, I'm sorry. What was that? Our guests. Our next Those week's guests. Next week's yeah. guests. Friends. Oh, Twitter friends. The stands. Yeah, the Twitter stands. Yep. Okay. Those. Those are the ones still. They're not. They're not getting it. Really. I don't know. Well, it's eighteen to it's eighteen to thirty five year olds. That okay, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. so we've spent a lot of time talking about nothing. That's okay. I mean, people know what Should they're getting into at this point. You know? Maybe talk about say something. Kylie? Kylie disco. Yeah. Do you? So, Dan, do you? Are you like a big fan of Kylie? Are you new to Kylie? What's your background? I'm not new to Kylie. Mm-hmm. Um, always been a Kylie fan. Um, I think the early, the my first remembrance of beginning to like Kylie was when I was playing Dance Dance Revolution. Yes, DDR Max Two, Max Two, right up love site, yeah. most played song off of that game. Absolutely, and I was like a hardcore DDR person. I had like metal and everything. It was. It was unreal. It was an unhealthy obsession. Well, actually, it was a healthy obsession. Very healthy. It kept you in shape. You yeah. lose a lot of calories. Burn a lot of calories. Mm-hmm. We are basically the same person, I feel like. Yeah, well, that, there's yeah. a lot of similarities right here. Like, there's a lot happening. I'd sit on the sidelines being like, y'all go for this. <laughs> yeah, I, I still play DDR. Non-stop mode on DDR Max 2. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Those mm-hmm. calories gone. Bam! See ya. Go have So, how do you feel about the, the, the dance pads at, like, Arcades that are like the diagonals. Oh, oh no! Are we no, don't talk about that. that. Hate that. We don't talk about that game. Pop that's not DDR. That's, no, that's, not that's a different beast. Different game. We don't care. Could you ever do the the double the double padage? Yes. Yes, I've triple A'd a few songs on heavy with two pads. She. Do you yeah. use like your hands for some and then your feet for others? No, you just gotta move real quick. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you just have to do like side flips. Obviously, yeah. he has never played DDR. It's yeah. a lot of plank jacks that you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so you you know of Kylie and yeah. you love Kylie. Big, Big fan. fan. Big fan. She yeah. is on like my top list of people. Mm. Once we can go see live music again, yes, wherever, wherever her first concert is, ticket bought, done, flight yeah. going, wherever. Yeah. Would you say Holy Trinity for you of your pop stars? Your your Holy Trinity. Ooh, mm. ooh, that's a toughie. I don't. I honestly don't think I've thought about a Holy mm. Trinity of pop. I mean, she's like in the top though. She's okay. in the top. I don't know if she's top three. Oh, but she's in the top. She might be. 
She's flirting. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll follow up on. She's that. flirting with the Holy Spirit and the Ghost, right? So I mean, you've had you've had a lot of um, Holy Trinity um, yeah. talks uh, sure. across these episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, who's your? But, is she in your? Holy oh, Spirit? for me, yes. So oh, she's like yes. an automatic. I, I was about to say, like, yes. she is an automatic. It's I, the other. Yeah, I would say like Gaga and Kylie are pretty cemented in my Holy Trinity, and then like, I mean, if Lana is pop, I get like. I don't know. I don't really view Lana as, like, traditional. Well, she's, like, flop. She's more flop. I'm going to kill you. Yeah, I'm too flop for you, actually. All right. Not a big fan. So nice to have you guys. This is a really great episode. Uh, Tune in next week. Bye-bye. You'd be be so mad if this is how we end the Kylie episode. Maybe, yeah. But, um, but yeah, Kylie for sure is in my Holy Trinity. My first memory of Kylie was, um, so growing up, famously, I did not have cable. We were a non-cable family. My mom said, go read a book. But one summer, the summer I'll never forget, our cable dish, like, mysteriously opened and cable was granted to us. Like, we didn't pay for it. All of a sudden, we just had it. I still don't know why. Sounds a little shady. Right. Or maybe a higher power was at play in this. Bring me a higher love. Right, exactly. So that summer, I had access to MTV, and there were, you know, MTV back in the day, they basically cycled, like, three different music videos on repeat all day. Yeah, Spice Girls. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Kylie Minogue's Can't Get You Out of My Head was one of those songs. And, oh, my God, I watched it over and over and over and over. Probably my favorite pop song ever created all time, point blank, period. That's a big statement. That's yeah. Big. That's a really big statement. That's big. Ahead of its time still sounds ahead of its time today. You could put that shit on the radio and be like, oh, this sounds new and fresh, in my opinion. I love it. Big fan. She's she's just been around. Like She's one of those pop artists who's been around for so long, and she has so many absolute slap-me-in-the-face banger songs across every single era. Love Kylie. Big fan. Yeah. What about you, Erin? She in your Holy Trinity? Um, that's a no. Yeah, <laughs> not, not a chance. That's okay. You know that's what? Okay. Like this, I have not given Kylie's um, fifteen albums more than fifteen minutes of my time up until sure um, disco. Yeah, which is not magic. Mm-hmm. Even though magic is one of the singles. Um, yeah, definitely there. There were songs that came up, and I definitely knew that. It, that, like, Kylie was the UK, like, gay icon. For sure. Mm-hmm. She she has been given the paid dust in the US. We do not deserve her, truly. But we that, that it makes no sense. It, it, it really makes no sense. It is really interesting to me because her songs are, like, pure pop. And they're really, like, throughout her eras, there are songs that, in my head, like, if you're a fan of pop in here... Why don't, like, I just don't understand why it hasn't, you know what I mean? Maybe well, because Madonna was so big here, and maybe because they were both yeah. kind of very poppy as well, so, I don't know, that's that's the only thing that I could think of, is maybe yeah. U.S. Madonna, U.K. Kylie. Yeah, well, I mean, Madonna's big everywhere, though, so. Right, that, right, yeah. So y'all know how, um, how, like, we are not, we don't export a lot of goods, like, as a country, like, the U.S. doesn't export a lot of goods. Mm-hmm. What we, like, I'm not kidding you. What we export is we export culture. Oh, for sure. And so, yeah. what the, I think the reason why you're seeing that, um, 
artists, like Amy Shark of Australia, huge, like wins, like his national stage there, barely performs at like Amsterdam Bar here. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. Kylie in the UK doing that. Right. Astrid S mm-hmm. in, in Norway. She full like she's a, a pop star there, but here, like, barely I don't think she even sold out Fine Line. Like that that level of like I think what what's so kind of amazing about the US in a weird way is like if you make it in the US, you make it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think that there are like any like anywhere else in the world producing like um, outside of maybe South Korea finally with some K-pop stuff starting to break in starting to break, starting in, to break in like whatever we produce goes worldwide English is like the number one language for all songs even though like some people don't speak English guess what you speak yeah. it in song um which is just kind of strange but so yeah not for me I guess going back to Kylie I don't really have too much of too much to say of, like, she. I knew she was around, I knew my gay friends really liked her, I knew you really mm-hmm. liked her, Simon, and, uh, but I will say that, like, this album made me, it was, it was, I, it was a very exciting album to review. Yeah? Yeah, because I, I think I chose Say Something, it's one of my single obsessions going yes. into... Absolutely. This this album and we've been talking about wanting to review this album for a couple weeks. Absolutely, yeah. So do we wanna do we wanna dive into our thoughts on the album as a whole? Who wants yeah. to say something first? Oh, that, great segue, Aaron. Uh, who yeah, who wants do you wanna start? Mm-hmm. I think maybe you should start since you know you thought the title of the album was magic. Yeah, maybe we should go <laughs> Yeah, so um this album in particular uh, I definitely got excited because of the singles. Say Something came out, and I think it was the same week that another artist put out a song uh, that we, we... I think it was the same week that Midnight Sky, or Sky came I out. I believe you're correct. Yeah, so, and, and Midnight Sky, like, legitimately, like, was an earworm yes. very quickly, and it took me a couple weeks for me to finally be like, oh, Say Something's really, really good, and then Magic came out. Magic wasn't as good as Say Something to mm-hmm. me, um, but it definitely got me excited for the album, so I went in being super excited for it. Um, when it came out, I unfortunately had to listen to Positions, um, and I couldn't devote much time. Hot take. Couldn't devote much time to uh, to that good one or bad one. You'll have to tune in to find out. Um, and when I finally was able to listen to it, I was very, very, very excited because uh, it was exactly what I was expecting it to be. It was nonstop good energy pop music with the disco twist. Yes. And, like, it's, it, it's undeniably just, like, a really well-crafted album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the sound is so kind of just right throughout um, I, like this is this is easily a bop for me of an album. I will be going back to this this album like legitimately probably right after this podcast. Seriously, yeah, because it's so good. Um, that's kind of my thoughts. I don't really have too much negativity to say about it, but I did have to try and find one or two flops just for the show, you know, just for the show. Um, yeah. Dan, do you want to go next? 
Yeah, sure. Um, so disco for me has been on repeat every single day, even before you invited me to be the guest on this podcast. Um, at the gym, start to finish, I will listen through it. It's such a good workout. Driving, I listen to it. Yes. Literally just in my apartment, I wake up and I put it on. I am slightly obsessed with it right now. Mm-hmm. It is really difficult for another song off of any other album by any other artist to even creep into wow. my rotation album. Right. That is how obsessed I am with this album. That's intense. Um, That's when intense. I think Kylie described this as being a galactic disco mm-hmm. motive, mm-hmm. and I think she really uh, hit the nail on the head with this album. Yeah. I think yeah. To, to Aaron, your point, every song is composed so well um, when you look, my only critique of the album is when you really look at it and you look at each song, it's really a love song album at the end of the day. Everything's speaking to, uh, loving somebody, vying for somebody's attention, some yeah. type of heartbreak. Yeah. It's very much that. So there's not a lot of, I would say, depth as far as yeah. the meaning of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, lyrically, I think it's fun it's witty it's smart but it's yeah. not as smart as i think some other artists albums uh yeah like, sure. like when you yeah. compare lady gaga's chromatica album to this mm-hmm. lady gaga's album lyrically is far superior in my mind yeah it's it's far more like conceptual exactly yeah so this is not an album that you listen to and you're like mm, i wonder I'm what message she's trying to yeah. convey yeah but Overall, standout album. I love it. All of these songs should be played in a club once we can go to clubs again. Oh my gosh, uh, absolutely. I can't wait to dance to this with other people. So total bop, super bop, whatever for me. Yeah, absolutely. Something that leaves leaves yeah. you. I, I have been like dying to know what you think about this album. Because yeah. So it's interesting because like me and Aaron have talked a lot on this podcast about how we're really album people. Like, at the end of the day. But oddly enough, when it comes to my Holy Trinity, Kylie being in it, Kylie, for me, isn't really an album queen. It's more the fact that she has managed to stay relevant and produce, like, a few incredible pieces of pop throughout each era that I've, you know, discovered later on, you know, because I wasn't alive or, like, I I was... Just not, I wasn't aware of Kylie at the time throughout her entire career. So I've curated this like Kylie playlist in my mind of all these incredible songs throughout her eras. But as a whole, like I don't go back to Fever often and listen to the whole album. I don't go back to Aphrodite and listen to the whole album or even more recently like Golden. I do kind of pick and choose from the eras. Um, so that's just, it's, in that way, she's unique to me because I really am someone who prefers whole albums. But I've been super excited about this album ever since I heard the the rumors that she was working on a disco-themed, you know, oeuvre, an addition to her work. And I think she, like you said, she just hit the nail on the head. It's not like this super deep thing that you'd write a thesis paper on it is maybe you would you could but i mean really it's just a feel-good album from start to finish it's disco pop perfection um in my opinion her best album for sure completely agree 
Uh, so good. I, like, we've had this for now two weeks? Three, two, three weeks? Somewhere. Two weeks. I think, two weeks? It's, I think it's two just weeks. about two weeks now. Yeah, yeah, yeah in, in between, like, other stuff I've been listening to the podcast or new singles releases, I always just felt the urge, like, okay, I, I'm listening to this and other thing now, but I can't wait to go back to Kylie and just listen to this album. For me, it's like a no-skip. I think every single song has something special about it. Yeah. I think it's one of those albums, like, The Killer's Hot Fuss I go back to regularly, um, Cascades, Strobe Light Seduction I go back yeah. to regularly, uh, Fame Monster I go back to regularly, and I yeah. think this is going to be another one of those albums throughout my life that I just go back to. Yep. Yeah. Totally I, feel, I feel like I, like, I legitimately feel like I'm not a collector of things. Like, I honestly don't really like to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. But I kind of want to collect the vinyls just so I can, like, that... Because I think it would mean something to me. I don't want... I would only sure. want to collect, like, those ones. So, it, like, it'd be, like, obviously melodrama. Just, like, the ones that, like, I will yeah. go yeah. back to. Yeah. And I will listen to from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'd get a record player. But I don't feel like I would. I, there is something... If you're going to do the yeah. records, you got to get a record player. I mean, there is something very, like, it that way, though. sentimental and special about, like, just having those albums that you feel that way about. Because, like, Melodrama, like you've mentioned, is one of maybe your favorite album. It's definitely top three. Yeah. It, it flirts in my holy trinity. Your holy trinity. No, it actually album. is, like, legitimately in my holy trinity. Yeah, yeah. Um... So we've we've talked about the album a little bit. Do we want to maybe go into um, what the standout song for each of us is? Our yeah. top up? I could start us off. Yeah, um, this was difficult just because I mean, like I said, this is a no skip album for me. There's so much good to say about all the tracks. So for me, I thought about um, kind of you know, like we said, maybe not like the most deep lyrically. However, there is a track on the album that I think speaks to something that is universal, but is especially poignant for the times we're going through. And that song is Say Something. Uh, well, let's, let's take another listen to that one. Listen. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We mm. just listened to Say Something. Mm. Yeah. Simon, why do you like that song? Oh, man. Uh, I, think, I think there's just, you know, you, in life you find certain artists that just make you feel a certain type of way and you can't necessarily put it into words in a way that fully paints that picture accurately, I guess. And Kylie is just one of those people. There's something about the music she produces that is completely unique to Kylie and makes me feel a way that no other artist makes me feel. And say something encapsulates that perfectly. I think just from the beginning opening, yeah, and and the whole song revolves around that idea of love is love; it never ends. Can we all be as one again? And it's how timely, so timely. It's universal. It kind of it connects us all as humans, and you know during this crazy quarantine time, we can feel super isolated and alone. The, you know, just with everything that's going on in the world, it, she just really nailed it with this song, I think. 
when we were watching, so instead of watching the lyrics like we do a lot of like the times, we, yeah. we watched the um, actual video, um, and so the lyric that I heard is not the lyric that it actually is, but I, mm-hmm. I, I was actually pretty, um, I liked the, the lyric, and I'm just going to say what my lyric was. Oh yeah, tell us your interpretation. We're just trying to find ourselves in the stars we chase. Oh, and it's storms, right? It's storms we yeah. chase. But I think Similar. Galactic. I think, I think for storms, it kind of shows that, like, even when you know you're in, like, a... Not a shitty situation, but, like, life can be stormy Life sometimes. can be stormy, And yeah. that, that, it's those moments that make you kind of find yourself. Mm. And I think the, the stars we chase, what I think about with that one, is, like... Um, a lot of times we try and mimic the people in our lives that we that we think are stars or like even celebrities there's this like I want to I want to be more like that yeah and by doing those types of things and finding those stars you slowly kind of go like I'm going to take that from this person that from this person mm-hmm. and you kind of build that in yeah but then like literally the next lyric um is that that she's like uh baby in an endless summer we can find our way um in we all thought that COVID was going to be done by the end of the summer. Uh, and I think... Really endless summer, this one. I mean, we're in the winter now, but, uh, like, yeah. the, this endless, like, pandemic... Right, yeah. We're, we're also, like, within this, I think a lot of us would say that we're probably finding, a, like, we're learning a lot about ourselves. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so it, it does really ring true, too, is, like, a great pandemic song, like, just... Mm-hmm. You, we needed we needed this song. We needed this absolutely. So, Dan, what do you think of this song? So there's obviously the way the artist intended the meaning of the song to be. Which, when you look at the lyrics, I read into it that it's between two people who feel very distant, and Kylie is obviously trying to portray this message of can we get back to where we were? Or say mm-hmm. something. You need to communicate. I want to know how you're feeling so we can right. be close yep. Right. That's what the meaning is. But how timely when this song came out, the first lyric, we're a million miles apart in a thousand, a thousand ways. ways. As a <sighs> nation, we're so divided right now. Ooh. And then she closes it with, can we all be as one again? You know, I Joe Biden. Yep. Yeah, jo- Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Like, I got Kamala Harris. I got you. <laughs> I think she killed a burglar. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Okay. But yeah, oh I God, got there's blood. Oh no. We'll clean it up later. We'll clean it up later. It's fine. It's oh, fine. she's licking oh, it. No, <laughs> yeah, I get chills from that opening line mm-hmm. from the first get go. Uh, so good. So good. It is so, so, so good. Yeah. Thank you for choosing that song. It's, it, it's truly it's one. one of the best. Yeah. yeah. So who wants to go next? I'm dying to know. I'm happy to go next. Okay. What do you got? Um, Hit me with it. You got to be ready for it. Okay. Um, my dance flow, darling. Yes! All that right. is by far and away my uh, top bob. Uh, can we listen? Absolutely, please. We'll be right back. Mm, so we just listed to Dance for Darlin, and let me tell you, Erin, for choosing that one, I'll let you be my Dance for Darlin. Oh, well, okay. Uh-oh. Simon, we used to be Dance for Darlins all oh the time. That's awesome. I know. Uh, okay, so as we uh, we listened to the lyrics of the song, it um, I'm not saying do drugs, 
Uh, <laughs> we would never say that. But there's this no. drug within the gay community called G <laughs> that occasionally people would have, would sometimes do. Um, Some do. And uh, I think Dance Floor Darling, her darling, it, this could be like an ode to G. I think she actually talked about that in her Apple Music uh, interview with Zane Lowe. Tune in uh, with Apple Music. Yeah, she talks. She goes into detail about how much she loves uh, drugs like that. Yeah. But but reason reason I pop or picked the song as my my top pop is because the what I what I love about it is how it continues to get faster and faster yes. and faster ah. and faster and like it. There's the um, I think it I think in the movie Hairspray there is the um, the nicest girl in town thing where like they start doing the dance slowly and then it gets faster and faster and faster and faster and then there's only one person left. I think that also happened in Superstar with Molly Shannon oh. or something. There's a girl that like danced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how Molly, that's how uh, her, her, oh, that's how her parents died. died. Oh, Superstar is yeah. such a, a sad movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love that movie. Love Superstar. Oh. Uh, yeah, like, if you, if you haven't seen Superstar, you need to watch the movie. But, like, this song is legit just so good. I love the, 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 the beat with it. I would want to take this class in, or take this in the spin class. Oh, my God. Where you have to, like, yes. get faster and faster. Your beat has to get yes. faster and faster. It'd be so good. Um, so, Simon, I know you liked it. Um, Dan, what do you think of this song? Yeah. yeah. So, for the same reason that you're saying that you like it, I actually dislike it for that reason. Oh, I gosh. don't like the increase in the tempo. Okay. I wish it just stayed, because I think it's such a solid track mm -hmm. with the original tempo that I just wish it would have played through in that same tempo. I know, you're giving me an, uh, a wonky <laughs> eye here. A wonky eye. That's just how my eyes It's my eye cream. It's not a bad song by any means. I mean, like, reviewing this album is really tough to find a flop, but this yeah. this was close to being mine. Oh, okay. It, it isn't mine, stay tuned. Okay. But right. the, this right. was close, just purely based on that tempo increase. The lyrics are great. I think it has a great okay. message about wanting to just dance the night away and have a good time with your friends. I love that message, mm -hmm. but... I don't know. I don't know. It just I don't even feel like it's about the, like it's about dancing with your friends. It's I feel like it's that moment where like, do you know like have you ever been on the dance floor and you're making out with someone for like three hours and like and and everyone around you is like, what the fuck are they doing? I was gonna say it reminds me of just like times of like yes at the club where you see someone and your eyes connect and you 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 just know your energy is on the same level and then you're like, that's my dance floor, darling. It's yes. Yeah. I love that moment. This, and I know, like, we've been working from home for how long and doing this quarantine thing, and songs have come out, or things have happened where people have been like, oh, this makes me really just, like, miss going out, and this makes me miss going to clubs, and I've never really felt that. Like, I just haven't quite had something bring me there yet, and Dance for Darling brings me to that point where I'm just like, fuck, I just want to go to the saloon and dance. And get the chicken tenders. And get the chicken tenders yeah. at the end of the night. <laughs> Great chicken tenders. Can't but that's experience. It's usually after the second <laughs> dose, you gotta go have the chicken tenders, you come back. Sure. Yeah, it's, absolutely. And then you find your dance for dark. You find, you find? Yeah. It. 
Or you don't, and you dance the night away. Yeah, I, I actually really like the part where the tempo, like, kicks up into crazy oh. town. <laughs> and it just... <laughs> I love... It's such a journey. It's crazy. It's cuckoo. It's disco. It's Kylie. It's Kylie. So, Dan, um, top bop of the album, what would oh you have to give it to? gosh, this was so hard to pick. I have, like, four. And We're not doing that. We're just going to add the whole album. <laughs> But if I'm not today <laughs> pressured and I have to pick one, yeah, I'm yeah. actually going to pick uh, the track previous to uh, the track that you picked, like in the sequence of the album. Okay. I'm going to go with Where Did the DJ Go? Uh, or Where Does, where the, does DJ the DJ Go? Where Does yes. the DJ Go? All right, we're going to give it a listen. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. And I just have to say, our little top bop breaks have just been the most fun sing alongs. Oh, yeah. There's, like, every song we've chosen, every song on the album. Like, you could have chosen, literally. We're going to have to tell Literally any of them we could have chosen. And I think it just would have been a sing-along. But, Dan, tell us about why you chose uh, Where Does the DJ Go? So, uh, there's a lyric in this song that really speaks to me. And I know I said lyrically this isn't, like, the most brilliant, like, constructed album. But it goes... The world's trying to break me. I need you to save me. Mm-hmm. And I think that really, it speaks to me. I think it speaks to a lot of people right now. And it's kind of about, in my mind, God. music. Yes, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Our Christ. Lord and Savior. Our Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ, yes. Um, no, it's about music, you know, really taking us to another place and really intervening and taking us and transporting us somewhere else. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, this is just like a total, like, dance anthem for me. Yes. Like, when I'm running in my gym, in my building, I have my mask on so no one can see my mouth. I'm, like, mouthing the lyrics to this. Yes. Oh, it just, it, I really, this song is just amazing for me. It's 100%. so good. I mean, I think we're also on board. We, we were both singing along to that one. Oh. I, I will say, I think that um, Where the DJ Goes is probably the key. Um, the Weird yeah, House Party at Taylor's Party. Or yeah. Taylor's Park. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Hopefully not these days. Hopefully. What this reminds me of, though, and I don't share this story if you've ever had it, where you are, um, it's like 2 a.m. and you're like, yeah, maybe I'll go to Saloon. And you arrive and you're like, you literally have like 10 minutes before they're closed and you're like, oh, I guess that's all. Well, where where's the after party? Right. You don't want that party to end, baby. I, I've had it happen, I feel like, at least twice where I've arrived to the saloon, like, way too late, and it's been like, oh, God, why did they come here? <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I, that's happened to me before. Ugh. But you know what? What are you going to do? You you end up just dancing till morning somewhere else. That's right. Yeah. Or you go to bed. Oh, yeah. Never go to bed. No, never. <laughs> never. Never. Not, <laughs> not on this podcast. Nuh-uh. No, mom. Yeah, I, I love that song, too. It's so, like, it's like, can't be fun. I don't know. It's It's... Very, very disco. Like, maybe more so than most of the tracks on the album, I would say. It is the epitome of, of disco on this album. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know. It's it's just great. Well, you know what that are, means. Are we here to, for the flops now? We I'm really hoping we're all aligned we, to just one. We unfortunately have to discuss biggest flops on this album. As part of our contract with 
NBC Studios. NBC Studios. <laughs> Casper Mattress. And Casper Mattress. And Espresso. So who would like to start us on this unfortunate part of the podcast? We can start. Okay. Um, yeah. Again, this was really tough to pick a flop, but yeah. my flop is definitely unstoppable. Okay. All right. Hands Walk down. us through. Walk us through. Or do we not listen to it? No, no, we don't. No, we, we don't listen to the podcast. We don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear it. I mean, in this, in this case, we probably just have to enjoy it. Yeah, we probably would. Why is Unstoppable your biggest flop? Just because there are so many dance anthems on this album, and when I'm listening to it, that's what I want to hear. The lyrics, I think, are fine in it, but it's just not a dance song. And for that, it is my flop compared to all the other ones. It's a silly reason. It's still a well-composed song. Totally. Don't get me wrong, but Unstoppable is stopped by me. Oh, bam. Well, yeah. How about you, Aaron? What was your what was your biggest flop? So what's so funny is we're going in this like a chronological order. Um, Celebrate you is my biggest flop. Interesting. Why is that? It feels like it's trying too hard to be pop, and it just isn't like it doesn't land for me. Okay. So it, it just. I think it, in the whole album it's great, but I got to I got to that and I was like, okay, well now I'm okay that it's done. Interesting. So I would say, for celebrate you specifically. Lyrically, it's not one of my faves, but I love the song. I don't know. Well, I think all the songs are good. Right. It just is more of like, you know, you put, you save the worst for last for me. Okay. Okay. Fair, fair. But which, I, there is a deluxe edition, which we did not review. So, yeah. for those Wait, that... what? Yeah, there's... Oh, there is. Yeah. Yeah, there's 16 songs on that yeah. one. I would say at least one of those what songs. What have I been under? Jesus Christ. No, I, I only have the deluxe one. That has 16 songs? I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Oh, so the normal one ends at Celebrate You? It does. Yes. Yeah. I would um, say, I would say the song, the first song on the deluxe is a slapper. The others are good, but they're not slappers, in my opinion. Anyways, so my my biggest flop, honestly, I feel offended that I have to choose one. I know. Um, it's really offensive. I struggled with this one. We've had the album two weeks. I've lost sleep over this part, because I know that contractually, as we said, I have to choose one. Um, but put a gun to my head. I also went with Unstoppable. Just because my only reason is it slapped the least hard. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. That's my only No rash thing. on the cheek, no yeah. redness. Yeah. It was just so like a, <laughs> I don't know if you could hear that slap. Yeah. No, it was I, very light. Very light. You probably couldn't hear it. Almost like a gasp of a slap. Yeah. Like, yeah. Very bad. The intent is there, but just the, the force wasn't. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. That's, well, I think we've, Done it all. Yeah. Any any final thoughts, guys? I will be going back to this for sure. Um, if you want to send me some Kylie songs for me to, oh yeah. I mean, sure. I could probably just go to a single obsessions because I think like literally <laughs> half the time it's a Kylie song. Yeah. 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 I I just like this is one of those albums that makes me like happy that I'm I'm here I'm alive and I get to li- I have the privilege to listen to this album. Yeah. This is disco through and through. There was uh, an interview that Kylie did with NPR, actually, and she said some of her inspirations for this album were ABBA and Donna Summer, and I feel like you can 1,000% 
hear those themes in this album. And it, Hell yeah. it just makes my little gay heart so after happy. After my, like, 16th listener set of this album, I did take a quick detour to Abba Gold, and I did a quick... Oh, great, great segue. A quick visit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, um, now that we've, you know, we've given this the Bob or Flop certification, it's a certified Bob, um... Erin, what have you? What's your single obsession of the week? What's something that you've been going back to, putting on repeat? Yeah, so this one, uh, it actually came out. I want to say a month ago. Okay. But and it's been a it's been a, a simmer into a, a boil for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we might have talked about it, but we didn't actually end up. I don't know if anyone chose it. Mm-hmm. Only time makes it human. Kingpin or princess? Yes. Yeah. The new single by King Princess. Okay. It. It, it it just it like it hits better and better each time I listen to it, and I now I'm just like, give me the second Kim or uh, King Princess album. Okay, that's so funny that you say that because we did I did mention it maybe like on, after an episode passing, or something, yeah. and I when that single came out it confused me. Yeah, it was different. It's it's because it just doesn't sound like King Princess right away. But I would agree that the more you listen to it, you're just like, oh, she yeah. did that again. She did that again, and yeah. a lot more, baby. Oh yeah, so good choice. Okay. Simon, what about you? Um, I've taken a little journey back to oh, my journey. No, <laughs> sorry, not today. <laughs> down, um, down. But I was gonna do faithfully. But. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I've been revisiting some of Grimes' work, and I've been listening to the song "Oblivion" over and over and over yes. when I haven't yes. been Mama. listening to disco. Yes. Such a fucking slapper of a song. Love some Grimes. Ugh. I can't wait for her um, child album about her child. Yeah, or what, e, what's his name? E equals MC squared or and something. It, and it comes out to like Archangel or something. Like, who knows? She's cuckoo that Grimes. She's cuckoo. Dan, single obsession. Yeah, I'm going to go with um, Hypnotize by Purple Disco Machine, actually. Purple Disco Machine. Yeah. I've heard of them. Did you heard of them? Yeah, with them prior to the Rain on Me remake. And then I was like, who is this? Like, oh, who yeah. is creating these amazing beats? And then I just did a little dive into their discography. And Hypnotize just has been such a fabulous album to listen to. Well, there we go. I'm going to definitely listen to that one. Because Purple Disco Machine is one of those people you always see, like, with some of your favorite yep. songs. Yep. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, there's the Purple Disco remix. There's mm-hmm. Purple Disco remix. So, yeah, we'll check that out for sure. Dan, thank you so much for uh, joining us this week. Thank you for having me. Um, thank you for imparting onto us all of your um, Kylie Minogue knowledge. It was so nice to have more good Kylie energy. I don't. I, I honestly can't remember if this made it onto the show or not. Yeah. But like, you guys both found Kylie via DDR. Yeah, yeah, yes. that, yeah. That, we talked about that earlier on that. Yeah. I, we, we, for, for the listeners or the the leaders, the leaders for the for the leaders, heavy mode. We talked a lot, like we had a lot of uh, intro takes, so there was a lot we of things. Like I was like, I'm not sure if we knew this there was, was on the. There's just so much we wanted to talk about. We we all love Kylie. We're here. We, we all Kylie. love this album at least. Oh, and I should mention she got her UK number one today. As of the recording, so I wonder if we're going to know that for next week's podcast when we talk about this. 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> you'll have to tune in to find out. <laughs> um, so, Dan, thank you for being here. Do you have anything that you want to plug? Any social you want people to find you at? Um, or yeah, not find you? Just public health measures. Wear a mask. I know I said at the beginning, wear a fucking mask. There okay? you go. Be wear mask. Mask. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Okay, yeah. sure. Toxic masculinity. Not toxic. Not toxic. No. No. Unlike the coronavirus. Yeah. Um, can be, do you want people to be able to find you on social or do you want to be a mystery? A mystery oh, here? yeah. So I, I don't really use social media that much, but, um, I do have an Instagram. It's Dan the Otter and in between Dan and the, and the Otter, it's one of those underscore things. I think Dan, Dan underscore, underscore yeah. the, yeah, okay. Dan underscore the underscore Otter. Perfect. Perfect. We'll write that out. Mm-hmm. We'll write yep. that out. That's kind of like my World of Warcraft um, character, um, Aaron the Bear, who I guess is a yeah. tank. Right. Because he goes a tank night. And I don't know how you got those underscores in, Mama, because they don't let you do that normally. Uh, I, uh, you must know somebody. I talked to the developer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Simon, where can people find you? Uh, I'm just on Instagram, at the realist Simon. Uh, if you would like to follow my music journey. I have my uh, playlist on Spotify that I just add slappers to as I go. I um, love this. And yes, it's called I Love This Playlist. And um, yeah, that's all for me. How about you, Aaron? Where can we find you? Well, uh, little known fact is I actually run our social. Yes. Which is Bopper Flop Podcast Thank God. Uh, on Instagram. I heard a rumor that somebody else was supposed to be running it initially. Oh, uh, wow. If you kept up with the episode, <laughs> you would have heard all the stories behind that. I, we don't Things are better now. It. Things are better now. It gets better. It gets better. <laughs> it does. And I'm not kidding you. Um, producer PJ, Sun Double PJ, mm-hmm. is legitimately nonstop ripping... Some of the worst parts. Yeah. I'm sorry. I smell it. Thank God. It is like going straight into my nostrils. I told you earlier. It, they, not they're a, deadly. Yeah. Dan, they're did you give her a treat she was not supposed to? I may have. <laughs> <laughs> I gave her a bone. I gave her a bone. Oh, my God. Girl, she's <laughs> going to have shits later. Um, so you can find me at the Aaron. T-H-E-E-H-R-E-N. Weird, I know. But you'll get used to it. Leave us five stars on iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts. Sorry, Spotify, you don't do that. Share this with a friend. Tell a neighbor. Yeah. Call your school board. Tell them this is uh, part of culture. Mm-hmm. Um, we want we want more listeners. We and if you work at Casper Mattress and you listen, let's talk. I'd like to open this up to all the mattress companies at this point because Casper's playing hard to get. And you know what? I could be easy. Leave number. Come on. I could be easier. Sleep number is Minneapolis local, so we could actually just walk true. on down. We could walk on over. Knock, 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 girl. Knocking on Sleep Number's door. You looking to find a podcast and sponsor Sleep Number? Hello! <laughs> That's going to go really well. Yeah. Um, well, goodbye, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Goodbye. <laughs>